Good morning, everyone. I hope you're all well. This is Esther, Esther Wells from Yorkshire. I've got the amazing, wonderful Eunice with me today. Hi, honey. How are you doing? Hi, Esther. How are you? Thank you for asking. I'm good. And you, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So oh. I'm really excited about this conversation. So guys, this conversation got started between the two of us the other day. And I just was blown away by what Eunice said. And I wanted to share it with you all because I thought I dreamed big. I, this is this has put my dreams to shame. I need to work <laughs> a bit harder, get them a bit bigger, grow them a bit more because it completely put them to shame. So something I ask people all the time is... Um, Actually, I'm going to change this around. Before we start talking about the Eunice's amazing dream, what just blew me away, I'm going to ask her one other question first. So, Eunice, um, if I said the word misfit to you, what would you think that meant? Uh, thank you, Esther, for asking. What will straight away come into my mind is uh, the word marginalised. Uh, marginalised is a... Uh, it's a, a negative word that is used to people that cannot fit in in the society. Let's take, for example, if you have been in prison, it's one of the things that people think that these people are marginalized because the community, sometimes it is very difficult to accept them. And people we, have, we are living with disabilities, again, it's another group of people, again, people they might think that they are not going anywhere, they, they are not in a position to achieve anything. And then again, another group of people, I'm just giving this as an example, people who are poor, who don't have anything, yeah, this, so those are the people I think they, it's just a group of, it's not everyone, but I'm just trying to make you see where I'm coming from and how I understand misfit. So these yeah. people have got a difficult to, of acceptance, of being accepted in the community. That's what I think. I think also I, uh, people presume that if let's take your example of being poor I think mm. people presume just because you don't have financial resources means that you can't think or you're not clever or you're not this or you're not that so there's so many um stereotypes and judgments <laughs> That go, oh. or if you've been to prison you must be violent and, mm. and aggressive and drug mm. user and you must be you know all these different stereotypes and okay. I just I think we're too quick to judge others would you agree with that yeah 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 I, I really agree with you. you you know if you have lived in a system or you are born in a system where people uh uh, they just judge and you hear this every day it's your part of life you know so so sometimes you don't even know that you are stereotyping because the, you are you have lived in that system and your mindset is focused on that i don't know whether the focus is the right word but it's uh your mindset has been trained to live that way i don't know if it's making sense is that no, no, this is making perfect sense. And I, I absolutely agree with you. And it's a bit about what we were talking about the other day about um, culture and faith and yeah. religion and whether 
um, you believe something because you generally believe it mm. or because you've been brought up in a way and in a culture that mm. is just all around you. So you yeah. just, it's no different. You don't know any different. You don't know from a very young age you mm. uh, put it on in a di- to believe a certain way and then you grow up thinking mm. that way. Mm. And it's, you know, it's really interesting um, that concept, isn't it? Because then you look at different cultures and different faiths and different parts of the world and different, um, you know, for instance, growing up in Africa is going to be very different than growing up in the UK to growing up in France to growing up in America. They all got to have their own little cultures and their own little insyncrasies. Mm. And um, I find that fascinating. <laughs> but for me a misfit doesn't have to be a negative thing it could be someone who is in all these things you're talking about but starts to think for themselves starts to do things slightly differently starts to reach out and try something different no like I always knew I wasn't meant to fit in a box and I spent a lot of my life trying Mm. to fit in trying to think and trying to act and trying to do what other people wanted me to do and the trouble with that was it didn't work and Mm. it didn't work because I didn't feel accepted I didn't feel comfortable and if you ask my loved ones they would say I never tried to fit in I was always stubborn I was always pig-headed and doing it my own way and it wasn't me trying to be stubborn and pig-headed and doing it my own way it was me wanting longing to fit in but not knowing how because I felt so different I didn't know how to make myself fit their box So to me, that's what a misfit is. It's not something negative. It's something positive. It's something people who've gone and faced and, you know, done something their own way. And it might not even be a way that I agree with. It's not about me. It's about each individual doing their own thing, how they want to do it, how it works for them and making making their own world and making their own boxes see I personally don't believe humans should fit in should live in boxes I think we're all individuals all unique um is that a statement you would agree with or do you think that people stay in their cultures and stay in their uh, <laughs> no we uh, if you want to talk about culture culture it uh, it outgrows it changes by time. So what? So so as time is moving and people are migrating, people are different. People are coming and different cultures are coming together. So by the end of the I don't know the day, you will see that people they will tend to have, of course, traces, but they will expire in the long run. We will not be here by that time. But but they will, they will, they will fade up and people, they, will, they, they shall, it seems like people, they are going to build. To yeah, lose I their- never thought about cultures growing and changing and merging together. What's interesting mm-hmm. because I grew up in that world. I grew up in a world of cultures growing and merging together. But I never mm-hmm. really thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
you've given me something really to think about. I like my mind is going. <laughs> so, okay, so if we, sorry, I've completely lost. <laughs> Uh, and so okay so no, i mean i mean you moved i mean when you moved from africa to the uk i yeah. mean that must have been a huge shock culturally for you <laughs> you know it's is that i didn't know i did not expect i can say that i did not expect anything different and then you know like i told you i grew up in a village then from a village of course i went to big to the big city but there's so much no much difference but when i moved to the uk there was a lot of me to learn to you know to practice to put it in place because that's their culture and that's their system of course i, I in my house within my household i can't say i've dropped every bit of the culture of my own personal culture because of course I, i've got children who are born here they still because they are more into this culture than me so i'm still holding to some of my culture even though some like i said they seem to be drifting or dropping Quite yeah. interesting. <laughs> i mean i i think it's really brave going to somewhere what's culturally so different I mean, yeah. I've always wanted to go and live abroad for a while, but yeah. the places that I consider going are much more similar, similar oh, to the UK. The mm. UK. So, like, I I considered I would love to go live in Australia, for instance. And I've mm. spent time out in Australia. And I've spent time traveling, and I mm. think one of the things I love about it is it in many ways it's quite similar to home and so mm -hmm. there's a sort of there's a safety net there for me it feels mm -hmm. it feels familiar so I, I always think people who get up and move to somewhere what's completely different is yeah, a very yeah. brave thing to do mm. <clears throat> yeah that's true. Did you always know that you'd leave Africa and go work somewhere else? Or how did that come about? Was it just what, I mean, how did you end up leaving? Um, when I moved, uh, like I, did, I think the other day when we were talking about how did I, I mentioned that um, when I, I came to Britain, I was coming just for six months holiday, but uh, when I came here, I, I, I liked some of the things and uh, especially peace because I was coming from a place where there was no peace. That's point number one. There was no future in terms of education. So I, I, I was a mother by that time. I had already three children. So uh, that's when I opted to, uh, to apply for a studying visa. So I started, I started to start and then uh, I bring my, my, my children down, they joined me. So when I came, I don't want to lie, I never had the, the, the intention of staying in Britain, but I think it came, uh, it came a time that I had maybe to, co uh, to compare where I was coming from, the comfort and all the like. That's why I started. Wow. Okay, six months away. Did you come on your own for a six months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I came on my own. But when I was uh, almost three, I was living with a friend. When I was um, about um, three months to four months, that's when I started to think of, ah, I think 
I can let my children come and join me if they accept. I see. I think that in itself makes you a bit of a misfit and a bit of someone who's very brave. Because six <laughs> months is quite a long time to go away on your own to a different place in a different yeah, yeah. culture. I mean, yeah. six months is a really long time when you don't know if you'll like it. You don't know. Oh, what no, no the, you know what, Esther? They, it, you know, they will just give you a six months, even if you want to stay for three weeks, they will just give right. you a six months visa. Oh, so it was okay. so to do with the visa. Yeah, yeah, it was something that it uh-huh. was not. Yeah, yeah. So even if I want, didn't want to stay long, but my visa was uh, so I could use every month I could come back within that six months oh. until the visa expires. So yeah. Um, Africa, how long were you planning to stay away? Was it uh, uh, one month or two weeks? Well, oh, just, just for a few, my, my intention was my, let me go and see Britain just for a few weeks. But oh, before, yeah, okay. yeah just for a few. But when you, you edit for the visa, they will give you eight months, six months, uh, 180 okay. days. Yeah. It's like when you are going for holidays, we are given 90 days, isn't it? Mm. See, we're go- not when I when I went to America. Oh, actually, mm. no, that's not true because my American visa, the first time I got one, lasted me a year. So yeah, you're mm. right, it did last a year. But um, I I don't know if I would have been able to just stay the year. I think because they wanted very much a date I arrived in a date I was flying home. So I mm. never looked in if I could stay longer. To be honest, because I knew yeah. I was only going for a few weeks. But mm. what I was allowed to do was refly using the same visa for mm. a year. Yeah, so yeah. I could have if I chose to to come and go. Um, mm. But that's no, not something I looked at. Okay, so before we end up talking about lots of other things and never getting back to your amazing dream, I want to mm. talk about. The <laughs> so guys, we, we we were discussing. Um, my business and one of the things that I ask people before I talk about my business is if you won the lottery and time and money was no object and the reason I talk about this is I want to start hearing people's big dreams and what they you know really want to achieve in life and and when you relate it to the lottery, I have found that people seem to find that easier to talk about bigger dreams because the lottery is something that everyone sees as a big amount of money and mindset. They think, oh, that's something and that's possible almost. Although the lottery is incredibly unlikely, it's a mindset what opens you up. And that's why I was asking her. So Eunice, do you want to share with everyone what you said when I asked you? You can go ahead, just with my pleasure. (laughs) Mm. So, what what was your big dream when I asked you to describe it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Apparently, we were just talking. So, she when Esther asked me that if if you want, if you let's say you win a million, uh, anyway, lot of a lot of money, how would you spend it? Then I said, you know what, (laughs) I fly big to make. You fly back to your country. That was an amazing bit. Come on, what what did you say you would do? Okay, I said I would um use the money to build 
my community, my village. I'll construct roads. I'll, I'll buy, I'll, okay, I thought of a, a mall, a, what do you call, a shopping mall. That's one okay, of the okay. things. Okay, hang on a minute. I'm going to stop you there. Guys, this is not how she put it yesterday. She put, she just casually said, I'd build my own village. I'd build my own village. And, uh, <laughs> and she was like, oh, I might name it after myself or we'll see. And it was just the concept. I'll build my own village. You know, I've heard people talk about going back home and helping out with their community and all sorts of things. But the concept of building your own village. Village with my name. my mind. Mm. Absolutely blew my mind that it, it mm. wasn't... There was nothing small about it. It wasn't just, oh, I want to bring water to my community. No, or no. I want to bring a school to my community. Mm. Or I want to build roads and bring that to my community. It's, I want it all. I want the community roads. I want the hospital. I want the school. I want the well. I want, I mean, you say a shopping mall. I don't think you should do a shopping mall because that just uh, brings rest of nice uh, stuff into your community that's my opinion but then it's not my dream it's your dream yeah you know because people they travel from their places to to go into another town to go and do shopping they they don't yeah, usually so what you want them to do is you don't mm. want them to come all the way to your country up in the mountains in this beautiful area by what you've told me Mm. to go to Marks and Spencer's, to go to <laughs> next. You want them, I'll to, take them. Them to, I'll take them to buy locally, to see the local crafts, to see yeah. the local handmade clothes, the handmade shoes, the, the beautiful paintings, the, the tribal, um, make it different for what your local community offers because that's why people will come you don't want them to come to just see another shopping mall because if you do that you'll just mm. destroy the area it would just mm. be knocked down and big chains will come in and it's just not what you want it's not what I imagine what you want well hang on I, I'm being really arrogant here I'm sitting here telling you what you want and that's not what I mean so tell me I'm wrong do you want one I think you're mis misusing the word of shopping map. The shopping mall here would be the massive chain shops. So things no. like all oh, right, all right. Um, John Lewis, um, uh -huh. Evans, um, massive, massive chain shops. What are known all the right? McDonald's, <laughs> um, Burger King, all of those sort of things. Is all that right? No, I, I, I don't, I don't yeah, picture I myself. I that's what you mean. I didn't no. think that's what you meant. Okay. Mm -mm. So what kind of shops would you like there to be? You, you know, mainly grocery shops, because in terms of clothes and the like, um, I'm not sure, maybe with the time, but for beginners, I would love to have a massive uh, big shop where they will go and do their shoppings, their groceries and all the sorts of things. So like a big farm, almost. You know, uh, is that what you mean? A big what? Farm, like a big farm market. If where I, you, where I, no, if I grow I, their food I, and bring it in to sell. 
Where where I come, where the village where I want to be, my dream village. Because where I coming from, I come from an area where people do farming. We do. My brothers, my siblings, they do farm. What is it? Tobacco. I don't know what. Yeah. Oh, tobacco, yeah, 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 yeah. So the tobacco beans, soya beans. So it's a it's an area which is surrounded by farming, by farmers or by farms. Huh? Okay. So so when you you yeah, so the office they will go to the citizen. If I can even manage to open a where they will go and floors, you know, they call them flow, tobacco floors where they will go and sell their tobaccos. When they get their money, then they will come and buy some stuffs. Instead for them traveling all the way to the big cities to sell their produces. Okay. So you want to create an area where people travel to you to buy all these products that you so, yeah, yeah, then I'll yeah, create when we after they've sell sold they sell their produces, they've got they don't have to travel to go to the big city to buy whatever food or maybe clothes. No, I get that. Okay, so you've got the shopping sorted. Um, I wanted to talk to you about the school. What ages would the school take? Mm -hmm. I'll start from primary school because first, second, I'll I'll start from, that would be my initial start. It would be from primary school because they travel so far as I know, they travel a long distance to go to schools. So as young as four years, they, they don't have a local school. So they travel more than almost maybe seven kilometers or more than that to go wow. to a local school. Do they, do the, so do the, I presume the parents take young children or do they just get sent off on their own? Before then, they used to go with their, if they've got siblings or neighbors, they used to look after. But nowadays, I don't know because things are changing. Mm. But the parents... So, uh, Mm. Would it be girls and boys what went to school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will be mixed boys and girls. Okay, okay. Uh, and what age up to? What would be the age that people would leave? Uh, four years to um, to eleven. Yeah, I think four to eleven because I think there's grade zero that starts from from four, then up to grade seven that four in. What do you call year year six? Uh, would Africa's you do like a secondary school as well, or would you just yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah? I'll do after they finish, they have to go to a secondary school. So I'll build a secondary school. You you know what is in my mind? Um, is like all the things when they finish their elementary stage in school, then they'll go to high school. Okay, which will be they'll be close to each other. Then, then there's a hospital. Then there's a church. Okay, so you've got you. You're basically creating a whole community. Mm. Well, that's what I like. Is it's just a. I mean, my, my I've got a really strong image of your village now. So, <laughs> I, like in my head, I've got the picture of areas that kids can play around and run yeah. around to be. And you've got like one building, what's younger school, and the next building's um for older kids. Mm. And then there's a church nearby, and you've got the well in the centre of the village where everyone yeah. comes and gathers. Yeah take the food and all that sort of stuff. Mm. 
Nowadays, I've, really, I've just realized that they are, because water is another problem, you know, in, in Africa, in some parts of the Africa, we can't say Africa, some parts of the Africa, yeah. So especially where I come from, of course, near my homestead, we have got a, a ball, but some people they do not have. So they are building, um, they, no, they are digging the boreholes which are very deep, but the water will come up to the, they say they, then they have got a, a bauza. They say it's a, like a tank, but then with, uh, within the houses, they'll put, um, the water will run through the houses. So they would put some pipes from the tank. Oh, that wow. Will, you'll get the water actually go to individual homes. Yes. Oh, that's amazing, honey. Absolutely incredible. Can I come? So they all have clean water. Can I come and be involved, please? I want to help. I want to come. I want to come and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, Esther. Yeah, welcome Thank you. to my. I, 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 I'm not going to be working on my own. I'm just going to be a visionary. Yeah? But the visionary, we have to let other people run. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yes. don't let other people help you and create. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to help you create the vehicle that makes this all possible. So mm -hmm. I think what you'd have to do is you do it in stages. So if you had to choose one thing to do first, at a time, the brilliant. What would the first thing you would do be? Water. Water. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense. That uh, makes sense. Water and sanitary water toilets, yeah. Yeah, good yeah. yeah. So I'll start yeah, that with that sense. one health. Mm. Then then from there I'll be the school. A school, I think a school can be built together with the clinic if the man is with the hospital, if the if I all things, yeah. The, it's, yeah it's more, I, mean, I guess it, it depends how big a school you want and how big a building you're building. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because really a school can be just a room. You know, you don't, you can learn anywhere, really. Okay. And um, I, I mean, I, I think, you know, if you think about most schools, that all they are are just rooms with desks and chairs in. And um, so there's you know, nothing much to be honest. School, yeah. You mm. can build a school fairly simply. And um, and then I guess what what makes it a, a special school is the equipment you have and um, the staff for teaching it. Because I mean, a, a good teacher can make something out of nothing. You know, they can teach you nothing. A good teacher, don't you think? Yeah, that's true. And the, the thing, if they achieve whatever they achieve, they'll still come back and upgrade. What I'm going to do here is to lay a foundation. But even me, I've gone to certain schools whilst I was still in Africa. I, I We formed a, a community group where we still want go back. We, we put the money together. Yeah. I and love then, that idea. Yeah, I yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we, we say we, 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 we liars with the head. One of us will liars with the headmaster. So like now they did that school where I went, they were still struggling with computers. So we got, we collected money among ourselves, the ex students. Then we send the money to Africa. 
some are in South Africa. We are in different parts of the world, but we have got an account where we put money just to support the our school, our former school. Wow. No, I love that. It's basically passing it forward, isn't it? It's paying mm-hmm. it forward. You get mm-hmm. something and then you pay for the next generation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. they pay for the next generation. So on, so on, yeah, pay yeah. forward. But I was going to ask you, can you see the village in your mind's eye? I can visualize it. Yeah. So when you close your eye, can you eyes, can you see it? Yeah, I can see lights because where I come from, there's, the area is very mountainous. So I can see some lights, uh, some street lights shining during the dark. I can see the change, beautiful houses being built and everybody's happy. Everybody's got a smile on their face. Wow, now that's built, a powerful image. I've built a tad road because where I come from, like I told you, we, we are coming from, we, we use uh, public buses, like that is public transport to go from different different towns, but it's tad. But where we get off to go to where I told you, to where to our village, the, 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 the road is... Has got so many portals, it's really dusty. So I'm going to change all those things. Hmm. Yeah. And I, what I love the idea of is as you build and you change, you can um, help other people see your vision. You, mm-hmm. you pass what you see in your mind's eye and share it. And then that goes back to the other conversation we were having, and that was about mind. And how your mind can affect your world Mm. and what you Mm. think and dream of. Because I I, I literally, when you said village, I thought, oh, maybe she's used a misunderstanding what we, how we would describe a village. And then I was just quiet thinking, she can't really mean a village. And then as you were talking, (laughs) I was like, bloody hell, she means a village. And, um, And I just think, wow. That is so inspiring. And yet I know loads of people who would never think that big, who would never dream that big. And so it goes back to what you feed your mind. And I know, guys, you've heard me talk about this a lot. So I'm just going to be quiet and ask Eunice what she feels um, about mental mind and the things you think and say. Okay. <clears throat> like I think when I started talking, it was more like I was mentioning about the system that we have uh, we have been brought up. We have been brought up in a in a certain system, and our mindset has been mm, aligned to that. And usually, when you are, it becomes a stronghold for you to be able to adjust or to come out of it because you've been conformed in that system for a very long time. So now changes come so you can't embrace it. You can repel because of what you have. But as I, through, especially through talking yesterday, you said something that was so powerful, especially of the mindset. Through talking to you, I just realized those things that we thought is impossible, 
if you change your mindset, the way you have lived for so long is very doable, it's inevitable, it's achievable. That's all I can say for now. <laughs> wow. You know what? I'm not going to add anything to that, but wow. Thank mm. you so much, Eunice. I really appreciate you coming to talk to us. Before <laughs> I say goodbye, is there anything else you want to say? I just want to say thank you as well for inviting me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. No problem. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Talk to you again soon. Thank you. Bye.